0: So, welcome to your uh, morning power call. My name is Brother Ben X. I'm just simply your host. I'm a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I'm going to start in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. I bear witness there is no God but Allah who we believe. uh, Came in the person of Master Far Muhammad, who came from the East to the West to raise up for us uh, the exalted Christ, the Honourable Elijah Muhammad, and I thank those two for leaving for us, raising for us, and I miss a Divine Warner and God, the Messiah, and I miss the Honourable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's their three names. I would like to greet you with the greeting words of peace. We said in the Arabic language of alaykum. Today, we want to delve into the source of strength, and I first want to give a shout out to a brother. Oh man, I can't, I can't start the live today. Without giving a shout out to this brother, man. Let me see. Oh, man. Y'all, man. Yesterday's power call, y'all should go look at it. Because this brother said, man, they got me to stop smoking. Let me. I got to go to the post. Oh, we got to shout this brother out. Hold on. Let me go to it. Oh, man. I was so. When I seen this, I said, oh, my goodness. Here we go. Look at this, y'all. Now, this is our power group chat. Okay. This is our chat that we got. We almost said 200 people. Now, let me go ahead and send this text out because I see everybody ain't come on this morning. Let me go on, send the text out. So, y'all give me one second. Let me let me send this text message out. To, uh, send this text message out. Now, our goal is to have 100 people on here in the morning, family. Our goal is to have 100 people on here in the morning times. past code We are on the Zoom. All right. All right. I just sent the text message out. Hopefully we can get to over 100. I go. We got up to like 90-something yesterday, y'all. So if y'all can invite a friend out uh you know i know some of y'all this is y'all first time so y'all don't know what to expect so i understand that so hopefully after today you know you'll be have some confidence to send this zoom link out but let me show y'all this this is from yesterday family man i was so inspired look at this the brother on this video i mean he's throwing away you know his weed Oh, you know, black people love that. weed, don't, you Don't <laughs> we love, oh, we love that green, boy. Not that money, boy, but that, green, you know, but look, the brother said, what stood out to me in today's prayer call? What are you willing to sacrifice for your freedom? The brother said, I literally cried listening to today's call and everyone who shared because the self-accusing spirit been whooping my behind and I've been struggling with smoking. I'm 22 years old, and I've been smoking since the age of 13. I've tried to stop smoking numerous times, and the farthest I got is three days. I had to ask myself after the call, who do I worship, Allah or we? Come on, man. Most of the time, I tried to stop smoking. I didn't feel like I had the strength or belief that I could. But after digesting the minister's words and pulling from the people in the power call, I know and I have the power to overcome this and strengthen my relationship with Allah. Thank you to everybody in the call for sharing. Thank you, Brother Ben, for putting these calls together. Man, look at that family. Oh, man. So when that brother said that, I said, you know what? Tomorrow, we're going to touch on the source of strength just to get that brother a little bit more strength and all of us more strength. See, his vice was smoking. Somebody else may be drinking. Somebody else may be lying, cussing, whatever the case may be, whatever your thing you wanna, you wanna uh your weakness you wanna increase when we watch this lecture from the minister, man, keep that in mind. We're gonna be watching the source of strength today from the honorable minister Lewis Farrakhan. Let's go. Let's uh let's let's get it on the screen. So, how we do this, family, for y'all who are new on the Zoom, when you're listening to the lecture, take notes. Um, or whatever stands out to you, write it down because we want you to share at the end what touches you because as you've seen him say, it's not just the minister's lecture, but it's also the feedback from other people because somebody's going to hear something and catch something that maybe the next person doesn't. And if they're willing to share what God has done for them or what, you know, sparked for them, somebody able to say, "Oh, man, I didn't get that part, man. Thank you for sharing." Okay? So let's go. the source
1: of strength. In this world, whenever one rises up to speak the truth by which men and nations shall be made free, Allah says in the holy Qur'an Deliver my message. And if you do it not, you are not my message. But if you do it, surely I will protect you from men. You cannot deliver a word of truth in a world of deceit. Fearing the enemy. You cannot want to see your people free, fearing what reprisals will come against you if you stand up for freedom. If Allah, God, gives you a message to deliver trust him to protect you from your many enemies. We cannot say that we will not be tried. We cannot say that we will not be brought before the courts of the world on false charges. We cannot say that we will not be sent to prison We cannot say that we may not lose our lives. But we must trust in a power bigger than ourselves when we are bearers of any message of truth or good news to an oppressed people. I'm very contented. I wonder about those who condemn me if around their heads all of this evil planning were going on, would they feel as comfortable as I feel this afternoon? I wonder would they stand up and speak if a chorus of powerful enemies. We're condemning them on every side. Would they stand up strongly and rebuke all of these enemies without fear? Many of our preacher friends have turned cool many of our so-called friends have hidden their faces (laughs) Allah says in the Quran to the Muslims know that only Allah and the true believers are your friends and the Quran says on Allah let the believers Rely. I don't give two cents for all of the talk that is coming against me if it pleases Allah I will stand alone against the government against the Jewish community that is against me against the Pope the Cardinal, all the black leaders, and all of you, that won't weaken me in my resolve to tell the truth. It is not that I'm some superman or super fool. But it is that I put my trust in a super God. Right. And with you, every day I'm proving that I believe in him. And I put my trust in him. So no matter how many enemies come out against me, I'm not going to back down. Go no. ahead brother. Not me. And I don't care anything about assassination attempts. Hmm. No. It is such a pleasure to be hated by the wicked. I never knew it would feel so good to have the government of America against me, and I smile. I never knew it would feel so good to see black leaders quivering and quaking, repudiating me from one end of the country to another, and I look at them with Pity. Pity. Because they are not tied to the source of strength. I am a strong man. Not because I am strong. I am a strong man because I stand on the strength of the only strength that exists, yes, and that is the strength of the God who created the heavens and the earth. Yes, and when I say Ashadu and La ilaha illallah, I bear witness there is no God but Allah. Yes, I am willing to take that faith against the entire world by myself and I will be the winner, living or dead. The problem with all of us is idolatry. The problem with the whole world is idolatry. Right. We want to worship that which is unworthy of worship. Some of us put our faith in stone or statues. I say to the Catholic world and to the Buddhists put down your statues. You're a little plastic this and clay that. That is fashioned by man for another man who is foolish to bow down to. When you put your trust in stone, you find you have a God that is too weak to support you. Well, you say that the statue is an intermediary. The prophets didn't need any statues as intermediaries. Your problem is idolatry. You worship that which is unworthy of your worship. Your problem is that you are not growing spiritually. To recognize that only God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, is worthy of your, listen to me, your worship. Don't look at Farrakhan as though he's some freak. Wow, what makes him so strong? I'm not doing anything that the weakest of you cannot do if. You recognize your creator. Your problem is idolatry. Your problem is that you want to find someone to worship other than almighty God. Some of you have not grown away from your mothers. We look to mother for this and that. We outgrow that, we look to father, we look to teacher, we look to leaders. The Holy Quran said, some of you take your doctors of law and your monks for lords beside Allah. Some of us have taken our prophets, our warners and our guides for gods beside Allah. And I am saying to you, my beloved Christian brothers and sisters and Muslim brothers and sisters. You make a mistake to call on Jesus rather than to call on the one that Jesus called on. Listen, you make a mistake to say, Lord Jesus, save me. When Jesus was in trouble, he didn't say, Lord Jesus, save me. He said, Father, why don't you call on the Father in Jesus' name? Then your religion would be in a proper balance. But when you take a servant of God and elevate him beyond the power of his own maker, then you have set up a God beside God and you have set up your own self to be weakened in the hour when you need strength because you've taken for your source of strength that which is not the source of strength. Listen good. We made a mistake. We took the honorable Elijah Muhammad for a God beside Allah. We made a mistake. When Allah took Muhammad from us, if we did not know the God that Muhammad called on, then we feel lost in the world. Men are born and men die, but Allah lives forever. There is no God but Allah. Some of you, (laughs) idol worshipers, wanna make me something that I'm not. You see a man on television, defending the truth and you say, isn't he wonderful? (laughs) No, he's not wonderful. Only God is wonderful isn't it good? No. There's none good but the God. Isn't it righteous? No. There's none holy but God. Why do you always stop at the creature? Why don't we go and find the creator? Why, woman, must you depend on a man rather than depend on God? Why, man, must you look to another man for your source of strength? You don't need any intermediary between you and God, but you foolish man and foolish woman looking for something to bow down to. So you take the impress. Of these things that you worship and they are less than yourselves. You leaders that are looking for people to worship you. You foolish sons that worship your fathers. You foolish men and women who worship your preachers and your teachers. You foolish people who worship your political leaders. So when they die you fall apart. I pity the fool that worships me. That's a pitiful fool. I am a man and I am a fallible human being. I can make mistakes. I can fail you, but Allah will never fail you. Why stop at a man? Why not go on to Almighty God and make him the exclusive object of your worship? I worship Christ. Who does Christ worship? I don't want to worship Christ. I want to worship the one that he (laughs) worships. I don't want to worship Jesus. I want to worship the one that Jesus worships. And if Jesus were to walk among you today, and he were questioned by God as it is put in the Holy Quran, did you teach people to take you and your mother God's beside Allah and Jesus will answer Allah if I had said it you would have known it for you know what is in my mind and I know not what is in yours Amen. you my Christian brothers and sisters cannot you see how weak you are in the face of your open enemy if Jesus were a God beside Allah, then he would have given you strength to overcome your enemy. But Jesus need to look to a heavier power than himself. And you need to look to a heavier power than Jesus. But you must honor Jesus. But worship only God who made him and sent him into the world as a guide for man. It is not Jesus' fault. Jesus never told you to worship him. It is not Muhammad's fault. Muhammad never told you to worship him. It is not Elijah Muhammad's fault. He never told us to worship him. He said worship Allah alone. That is the first law of Islam. The Quran says none come to Allah the Beneficent God, except as an Honored Spirit. Well, I asked the Reverend to pray for me because I know he's closer to God. Who said so? There are some reverends that do things that the congregation would never do. How do you know the Reverend is closer to God? How do you know the Pope is closer to God than the least Catholic? Don't go to no Holy Father. Go to the Father, God Almighty Himself. You need no intermediary. No man come between you and God. Go direct to God. He is the source of strength. And thank God for men and women of understanding, but don't take them for any gods. Because all men can make mistakes except those who are divinely guided. And sometimes many people say they're that. And they are a long, long way from that. So you must trust God. Does that make sense? Now I say that to you, and some of you will say, "Oh, he's trying to psych us out." If you do, you're fool. I was born into this world to die, and I don't know how long Allah has for me. But it's tragic to see men, worshiping men, and then God takes them away and the organization falls because that man became the center of the organization rather than principles that are longer living than flesh and blood. Do you hear what I am saying? Some of you women, you're looking for a man to worship. Some of you silly men, very silly men, worshiping woman. She's a great creature of God, but she's not worthy of worship. This is why we get the example of Hagar in the pilgrimage that all Muslims have to travel the path of Hagar. Why travel the path of Hagar? Because she was put out of a house where she could get aid. And she had nowhere to turn but to one bigger than Abraham. Abraham was the father of the righteous, but he's not God. I can't worship Abraham. I respect and honor him, would like to walk in his footsteps. Why walk in his footsteps? Because he set up no rival, no partner with God. And if I purify my worship and fasten my heart on one God and one God alone, Set up no rival in my heart or my mind with that God. It's so easy when you only have one source to look to. One God to please. Then you got strength. So I look at the whole Jewish world if it came against me. Like the weight of spiders. Or spider web. It's the frailest of houses. It look like nothing to me because I only see Allah. Reagan and all the power of the government, you quake and shake if you get a subpoena to come before the government, quaking and shaking. Send me the subpoena. I will have the government quaking and shaking because I recognize one bigger than Reagan. One bigger than the government. One bigger than their power. That's what white folk don't want to see. They don't want to see a man and a woman who fear one God and one God alone and then look at the white man and see him as he is.
2: Look at all
1: men and see them as they are. And worship none but Allah. Why do you take that subject with us for these few minutes, Brother Farrakhan? You know, sometimes when men are granted power by Allah, authority, if you will dynamic personalities, charisma, people flock around them. And a group of sycophants and yes people (coughs) come to inflate egos, make people feel good. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. And you've been practicing that for 400 years. Making your white master feel good by, yes, uh, yes, yes. You need to stop it. You need to start being a man, being a woman. You need to challenge that little fear you have. And when it's time to speak the truth, even if it's against yourself, stand up and speak it out. And when you practice bowing down to nothing or no one but God, and everybody takes their
3: place. Right, right.
1: I can see the kings and the rulers of the earth, and I look at them, and I don't have any desire to bow down. That's right, that's right. I can see Brother Gaddafi shake his hand, standing erect. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I sit in kings' palaces and shake their hand. Assalamu alaikum. Brother, I'm not going before kings scraping out my knees, because I know who the king is. You just a cheap substitute. There's no president on the earth worthy for people to worship. There is no king on the earth worthy for people to worship. Stand up! Don't bend your back to nothing or no one but the God. Right. Oh. <laughs> but you're just listening to me. You're not going to do it.
2: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Peace, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: The minute somebody put a little fear in you, you go bending
2: over.
1: Stand up and worship none but Allah. He and He alone is the source of strength. Well, that's nice for you to say, Farrakhan. And I'm sure you're right, but I've been kind of wicked. And I don't think God will hear me. Try him out. You think he hears the Pope? How long have you seen the Pope pray for peace? You don't see any, do you? Well, hell, then don't follow the Pope. Pope can't get peace for himself. And if it be the will of Allah, I'm going after him. All these damn fakers in the world that you bowing down to. I can't waste time arguing with the poor you, ma'am. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I just feel hurt. Shame. But I'm not going to take my sight off of the kings and rulers of the earth to focus on a way with little Muslim. That's right. That's right. Poor fella. Bring me Reagan for breakfast. Bring me Gorbachev for lunch. And bring me the kings and the rulers of the earth for supper. And maybe I'll have entertainment with some of these lesser tyrants as dessert.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> but
1: you look like a fool bowing down to anything other than your creator. The white man enclosed me in flesh. Mm. Not raked. My poor mother, and I, I honor her and love her. She didn't even know she was pregnant. Till she found
2: out.
1: <laughs> she didn't have anything to do with it. God just gave her urge. Well, Hell, I can't worship my mother. My father put the seed there on the basis of an urge. I can't worship him. He didn't even know what the seed contained. So I know he's not God. So none of my sons, none of my family don't look to me. Don't say daddy gonna solve my problem. Daddy can't solve your problem. Go to Allah. Daddy didn't even know you were there. Daddy had no way of separating the billion sperm and saying, Oh, here's my son Wallace and my son Joshua. My daughter
2: Donna.
1: I didn't know nothing. But a knowing one was with you in the testicles. And a knowing one was with you in the womb. And a knowing one fashioned you and brought you forth. Not your mother, not your father. Though I owe my mother honor and my father honor, I owe obeisance only. I didn't say obedience, I said obeisance. Worship only to Allah. When the honorable Elijah Muhammad found me wandering and showed me the way found me blind and opened my eyes found me ignorant and gave me knowledge i bound to that great man but he did no more for me than his duty i cannot worship him for performing his duty i can only honor him for his duty, but praise God for him who performed the duty. Do you see the difference?
2: Do you see the difference?
1: I hope so now. Because I don't want you to falsely charge me. I learn more and more every day how there's nobody else to rely on but Allah. You trust in men, they fail you. Trust in your children, they fail you. Trust in promises of others, they fail you. Trust in Allah and walk on, and you come out of it all right. Most of you women know what I'm talking about. Most of you women don't have no man to rely on. So if you're making something of yourself with a house full of babies and no man nowhere, then you learn how to call on a God that was superior to anybody that you know. That's why you know that there's a God. Trust in Allah. He's the source of strength. Amen. Just a few more words.
2: i going to
4: hold you long.
1: But I see that Allah has appointed for me a rendezvous with destiny. Yes, and though many might see Farrakhan shoes and wish them for themselves don't ever want to walk in somebody else's shoes. Thank God for your own shoes and walk well in your shoes. You don't know where the hell my feet are going. (laughs) I have called out the powers of this world, for war. I did it accidentally. You know, God is so great, he leads you to your destiny without you even knowing because if you knew, you'd probably turn back and say, I can't do it. Don't be sad, sisters. All right. Don't be sad, because I'm not
2: sad.
1: I know what I'm facing. And I know what you're facing, too. Hmm. I stumbled on the enemy in a day of love and called him out. Now that you don't have a hiding place nowhere, And many of you don't even recognize that it's the fulfillment of the messianic mission. Because when the Messiah appears, which the whole world is looking for, according to the reliable hadith of Prophet Muhammad, even a tree will cry out, there's a Jew behind me.
5: (laughs) Get him, Muhammad!
1: Now, the Jew can't hide. So because he's on top of the world, he sends out all his agents. (coughs) (coughs) They have planned a mighty plan. And I'm going to walk steadily into it, knowing that I'm walking in the valley of the shadow of death But I'm putting on the whole arm of the one God alone. You don't know how anxious I am to fight this enemy. It's like I was born into the world for this wonderful moment to destroy him with the power of the word. I delight in shaking him and quaking him to see you go free it pleases me to see him shook up and rattled and see you with your hands up with strength coming into you because your brother challenges your enemy and beats him down to show you how easy it is if you would turn to the source of strength, and rely on Allah. More than any black leader that's on the scene, I prove to you, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I don't fear no evil, because A mighty God is with me. I told my son this morning, I said, son, I was worried about you because it appeared to me that your love of Allah and Islam was dependent upon whether I lived or died. I said, but if I am killed for the sake of truth, that don't mean that God is not God. I said, I would not be pleased if you didn't stand up for our people. Though I don't think that's what Allah has in mind, I am willing at any time to lay this life down for the sake of truth there's nothing in this world that gives me pleasure nothing nothing i have a nice home but it don't comfort me i ride in a nice car it cannot give me pleasure. Right. I have a wonderful family and in them I am pleased. And I have a wonderful wife, but none can give me pleasure that I seek, for I was born into the world to take pleasure in the freedom, justice and equality of the suffering masses of humanity. So I cannot be pleased as long as black people suffer under the yoke of tyranny, then there is no comfort though I lay down in a bed in a palace. And even after black people are free, As long as human suffering exists, we cannot take pleasure. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do this. But some of us are born for certain things. I'm only doing what I'm born for. And you know it's a wonderful thing to grow into the knowledge of your own purpose and reason for existence. I only live to tell the truth and crush the enemy of the truth. That's my reason for existence. This is why when you see me doing it, you can't tell my age because I'm alive then, and only then am I alive because I'm born to do yes, it. Right, right. The enemy didn't know that. Right. My mother didn't know that. My brother didn't know that. My friends did not know that. I did not know it myself but as he gradually brings me into the knowledge of my reason for living then it makes me joyous to speak a word that consumes the enemy and eats him up let me give you an example You all all right? I am, too.
2: I am, too.
1: I don't think there's anything more pleasurable to a man than a woman. But when women can't please you, give you pleasure, then you just gone beyond this world. <laughs> so I got to go to God. Cause that's the only source in which I'll find rest my soul. There's a few things I'm gonna to say to you, just give me a few more minutes,
2: yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: because I'm really sick of hypocrisy in you,
2: yes.
1: in those around me, wrestling and struggling with whether you want to believe or not. I want to say a few things to all of you, hopefully, that will strengthen you. Scriptures of the Bible says, that day shall not come, except there be a falling away first. And the man of sin, be revealed the son of perdition. Whom the Lord will consume with the spirit of his mouth on the brightness of his coming. Very heavy. The man of sin we have always looked upon as the Caucasian people. But among that people is a select group of Jews who rule the nations and the religions. They are craftily wicked and they will lead you to total ruin. But it is the truth out of the mouth of an insignificant man that will eat them up causing a separation. Notice how the people are divided against me. Some fall, some again, are falling away and you must fall away from the Jew. And you must fall away from the powers of this world. Because their judgment is not approaching. It's here. A few things I'm gonna say to you. Just bear with me, okay? I said They use the Holy and Righteous Name of God and His Prophets to shield a dirty religion. That's what I
2: said.
1: I didn't say Islam or Judaism or Christianity was a dirty religion. I said they use the holy name of God to shield their dirty religion. Listen to me good. Many of you practice dirty religion. And we're going to talk today Oh no! I want no applause? I really want you to think. That's right. Islam today has been dirtied by the practice of Muslims. Right. Do you hear me? <laughs> Christianity has been made dirty by the practice of so-called Christians. Judaism, the same thing. Religion itself is a dirty business today. Whether you dress up in holy robes, stay on the prayer mat all day long, The religion is not what the Prophet came bringing. Are you hearing me? Islam today is not what Prophet Muhammad would put his approval
2: on.
1: Tell me I'm lying. No, you won't tell me that. The Christianity that you practice, Jesus don't even recognize. That's
6: right. That's right.
1: If he came and saw what you were doing in his name,
2: Uh-oh.
1: Christians,
2: That's
1: right. preachers, he'd whoop you. Because right. you practice. Uh,
2: Damn. Right. Muslims! (coughs) Dirty religion. Filthy religion.
1: You listening to me?
2: Yes,
1: sir! You can't make your religion right! (coughs) By dragging Moses' name, Jesus' name, and Muhammad's name, and Abraham's name, and invoking their names. And therefore, you come in behind the righteous man with a bunch of dirty practice, calling yourself a Muslim, or a Christian, or a Jew. You lie. Ain't no clean religion on earth today. No, not one. I want you to hear me well, Muslims.
2: Mecca is not pleased.
1: You didn't hear me? Or do you want me to say it again?
2: Yeah.
1: Rome and Jerusalem are not clean. And we who claim to love God practice all kinds of filth in his name. Am I? Yes, Yes, sir. I don't even need to ask you, am I? Because that makes you think that maybe I don't think I am. But I'm so right till right looks suspect. I'm going to start with my faith first. So the Jews won't accuse me. Nor will the Christians. What did Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, mean when he said that three generations after me will no longer be of me? What did the Prophet mean? I don't know the Arabic, so you have to excuse me. But I know the English pretty well. You that know the Arabic, tell me if I'm wrong. If Three generations after me will no longer be of me, and the preposition of stands for possession. It means that after 300 years, you will not be possessed of my spirit. You will no longer have my aim and my purpose in your religion. You will use the name, but it will be devoid of my aim and my purpose and the will of God for bringing that revelation into existence.
2: Are
1: you listening? Yes, sir. I went into the Sudan. I saw black Sudanese who refused to say they're Africans, but refer to themselves as Arabs. I'm gonna say that again. (coughs) Well, I'm an Arab, they say, because we are Muslims, our language is Arabic, Wait a minute. sir. Look at your hands. Is your handprint like mine? Is your fingerprint like
2: mine?
1: Did God give every one of you an individual handprint, footprint, voice print? And Allah I don't want you to be me. Right.
2: Right.
1: If He wanted you to be me, He would have made you me, but He wanted you to be you.
2: Right. Right. How
1: come you hate yourself so damn much right. that you want to imitate everybody else but don't want to be who God made right. you to be? And let me tell you something, you are so unique. Right. There never was one like you. There'll never be another one like you. Why don't you glory in being who you are? You can be you better than you can be anybody else. Listen, listen, listen.
2: I come from God,
1: the religious man says but it comes with a damn
2: cookie cutter. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: And you just a lump of batter. Yeah. So we cut out a bunch of carbon copies of one man. We'll all be
2: like him. No good. No good.
1: No good. Where's your individuality?
2: Oh, right. right.
1: Where's your personality? Yes, Where's the uniqueness of you? And if religion robs you of you, then leave that damn religion. That's not the religion of God. That is a man-made concoction using God's name as a shield for a dirty religion.
0: Ooh, we're going to start right there, y'all. Godly, that's part one. We're going to finish part two. Uh. Oh, my goodness. Man, I had to. We had to end it on that, man. Hey, 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 hey. Woo. Fire, fire, fire. Listen, press the number three. Press the number three if you got something that you want to share. Something that stood out for you in this lecture. That lecture is called The Source of Strength. Oh man, Preston number three If you have anything that stood out to you about this lecture uh, Press the number three, we want to hear from you And shout out, man, Hey, we got over 100 people today <laughs> Shout out to the power call, man We got over 100 people live We've been trying to do this since the beginning of Ramadan And today, we got to mark this down, June 29th We have reached over 100 people live studying the teachings with us live on the Zoom. Praise be to Allah. Shout out to everybody who invited somebody out. Let's start off with Sister Aisha. Go ahead. What's your feedback? Give us your feedback on uh, what you got from the minister today. Sister Aisha. you know how to meet yourself okay let's go down to uh sister donna sister donna
7: assalamu alaikum
0: wa well, like, um
7: wow that was powerful powerful i um what i got out of it is what i've been feeling recently when i look at each individual and we all realize what our purpose is that is why we're here to display our own purpose to be able to feed each and everyone else. Like I need what you got. You need what I got. But if I'm too busy being you, I can't give you anything. Mm. So we, we all have to be individual because we all need what we have. I mean, that's just the way it was made. And so you can't go around messing up your divine purpose, idling someone else. We have to be, are uniquely made individual person so that the next person can see and get or utilize what they need from you. There's no other reason why we're here. I just wanted to say that, and I appreciate that. as alaykum.
0: Well, like, alaykum salam Thank you for sharing. Next, we got Sister Wendy. Black is everything. Sister Wendy. Here I am. as alaykum. Well, alaykum like, as-salam.
8: Oh, my God. I remember this lecture. I was sitting in federal prison on a Friday afternoon. And I remember this lecture so profound. It was to me because it was like solidifying everything. And it that strength, I truly understood where it came from. So when I started hearing, I got all excited because this message was so simplified, so basic. That I could apply it to my right then, just like I can apply it to my right now. And I can speak my mind on truth. Uh, Of course, being respectful and allowing Allah to use me and not be fearful of uh, what it is that I have to say. And I'm going to tell you, I was in Carswell camp. And I could not understand why everybody at that camp at one time, black people, everybody turned against me. And I was one person walking alone, standing in my truth. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm praying like a lie. If you are who you say you are, then I'm gonna come through, you know? And yes, yes, I did. And that in my family and anybody tell you, I tell that story over and over and over. And that's when I knew Allah is real And I'm so excited to start my morning like this Thank y'all
0: As-salamu alaykum well, Praise be to Allah Next we got Sister Golda Woo! Turn on my little camera
9: As-salamu alaykum family
0: aleikum,
9: How are y'all Um. So what stood out to me the most Is when he was saying Do not put Or do not worship the prophets and the messengers and it brought me back to the very first thing that we learn when you read message to the black man is who is god because that is the 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 source once you know who god is it changes everything when you know that god is a man because the thing about us is that we are physically tangible people we need to see it before we believe it we need to see it feel it touch it and taste it and hear it but when you have a mystery god You don't know the source. You don't know what you're worshiping. So it's really easy to put someone like the most honorable Elijah Muhammad or the minister or Jesus or whoever your pastor is. it's easy to put them in the place of God. But we have to always also remind ourselves that a Muslim, by definition, is one who submits to God. It's not one who submits to your pastor. One who submits to your captain is one who submits to God. And so I thought it was really important. To understand his message, like, do not worship me, especially because people are going to die. People going to leave. People are going to depart. But Allah, God is forever. Allah, mm-hmm. God is perfect. So I just wanted to really uh, reiterate that part of the message is to not put anybody no matter who it is, in between you and God, because that's 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 what deters you. That's always what deters people from any kind of religion or practice is when you start to look at the people and you forget Allah God. So that was what stood out to me,
0: though. That's only good. Well, like salaam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, is it Trez Vaughn? Is it brother Trez Vaughn? Hello, we there? Yes, sir. <laughs>
10: Hello, hello.
0: Yes, we can hear you.
10: All right. What's up, Brother Ben? What's going on? My name is Trey I was introduced to this uh Power call by Brother West. Shout My out brother to Brother West. West. Uh, I'm loving it. Um uh, so I did come on, I have been tuning in almost daily for about a week now. So to answer your first question be the feedback, it is powerful. What I like from this is the communal aspect. Um, I myself am a mindset coach, and I be telling my people, I said, man, you can't have immunity without communication. So that's what I love this. That's what I love most about this. Now from today's teaching, the source of power, I found it, I found it to be uh but one, I connected to it because it was the simplicity, and I always stood on this. Like when I was, when I was being raised up, I was raised in the church. When I was being raised up, and I was thinking about this. I would have questions, and my questions usually would be, be unanswered, or to be, uh, some type of fear based like it you don't do it or you don't think you know trying to make me think a certain way and i'm like well that makes me feel like i can't ask or i can't pray for certain things i can't ask for things from god and when i started paying attention to it i was the same i had the same thought so it was uh reviving to hear how he said like go to the source and that's always been my mentality like i like I'm like, why y'all highly praising Jesus when he going to God? I'm connected to God. You know, you try to tell me that I'm not, my connection is not as strong as somebody else's because you don't see all of what I'm doing. You don't know my prayers. You don't know my connection to God. I talk to God, you know, and he responds. (laughs) I talk to God and he responds. So, it was reviving the, uh, to hear that that part of it, and I love the fact that you know that's the source because God is within us all, and if if He could if He could bestow it in one, He has bestowed it in all. It's just some aren't bold enough, believe enough, or faithful enough to actually walk that same path. And unfortunately, when you walk that path, you do come across some type of threat or. Uh, the human is imperfect. They're gonna lash out, they're gonna retort in some type of manner, but as long as your faith is up, as long as you're connected to the higher power, as long as you're connected to God, then you should believe and know that you are protected and you are good. Keep walking, right?
0: Are you still there?
10: Yeah. Oh, okay. You was done? Yeah, I, yeah. I was asking, But as long as you believe in your walk and, and your faith is up and you're connected
4: to the source of power, can't nobody take that power from you. Absolutely. <laughs> I
10: want to appreciate you, brother Ben, for doing what you're doing. Um, I so to shout out my brother Wes one more time. Uh, for bringing me on, and I've been watching his development. So I just want to give a big shout out to him as well. And I uh, just love you all. Thank you.
0: Yes, sir. I wanna I wanna show something to you all from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on that part about now worshiping Him, worshiping Allah, and Allah will always work through human beings and still be among us. Check this check this video out from the minister right here.
1: I know that this was my last Savior's day for a while and I didn't finish and I guess now so much more to be said, but I came back today to this house which is our house to tell you don't you let yourself be the woman that loses your faith
0: come on now and you
1: pull the yarn of your life
5: and end up as nothing.
1: Don't you labor us. Get it twisted. Because you can lose all you think you got if you lose your faith. Satan is tugging now, especially at the council. You think they're going to govern the nation? (laughs) Don't leave one bit of your faith Mm. messed up because you will unravel.
0: Unravel. Yes, Yes, sir.
1: Keep your yarn tight. Keep your faith right. And wherever I am, you'll know I ain't dead. I will die, but not now. I will die, but not now. I got more work to do. I got to go get a book for you. So you stay strong. You stay together. Every black leader that we lost, his closing words were always the unity of all of us is going to protect us. As we go through the fire. Thank you for listening. Thank you.
0: you. you. Stay together. Stay together. Mm, mm -mm. All right, let's go to uh, Sister Brianna. Sister Brianna, what's your feedback on today's message from the Honorable... Minister Lewis Farrakhan. Oh yeah, everybody. not well, like,
11: so oh, on. We're in this Um. So today was amazing, as always. Um. You know, he said a couple of things that stood out, and it even brought me to another, like, interview that he did. He was on some some uh, white woman. Uh, news network I think back in like the 80s I believe 80s or 90s and he was saying how everyone can condemn you and it won't matter because you don't have my mission. I know what I'm doing here. And God gave us all something personal. We all have personal gifts. but if we're so busy trying to fit in the crowd, go with the flow I saw this photo the other day only dead fish go with the flow what was fire but um if we're only trying to go with the flow and not be ourselves then we are robbing other people of their gifts we are robbing other people of of who they need to be because sometimes it takes a village right sometimes you need other people's assistance uh to bring your true self out but if you're so busy trying to be someone else it's not going to work and then um man what was the last thing oh for some reason he kept saying worship And it's not from the brother that quit smoking yesterday, even though, congrats to you. Um, What kept coming to my mind is if you keep saying that you're not going to do something, but you keep on doing it, then I don't want to say you're you're worshiping it, but you're a slave to it, right? Like when I stopped eating meat, I was like, all right, if I tell myself I'm done eating meat and I keep on eating it, that means I'm a slave to it. And that could be with anything. Like, next is my potty mouth, because we trying to get rid of it. No bueno. <laughs> but I like to look at it that way, because God is sufficient. Like, he is enough. We don't need the vices or the cussing or whatever. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you. Next, we got Sister Yasina. <laughs>
9: I Wa well, like, um, I was fussing. I'm like, I know, I know how to work on mute, button. <laughs> okay. I had to rush home because I was in traffic and, uh, you know, people were looking at me doing my hallelujah dance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I needed this today because uh, sometimes, you know, i say for me, when I'm like, I, I speak a lot. Uh, I speak a lot about uh, my life with human trafficking, and I have people, you know, t- say to me, you know, you're a Muslim, you're an MGT, you shouldn't be talking about that. And I and I always say, how can I testify of God's amazing grace if I don't if I don't give my testimony? Mm. So when I listen to the minister, he's always giving his testimony. Nobody, like he said, no nobody can walk in your shoes. I can't walk in somebody else's shoes, so I need to fit comfortably in my own shoes and learn how to give give my tell my story and 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 walk my path because what I say may help somebody else, and it and it th- and the things I do share they do help other people. So it was just that this was a reminder of me to just keep doing what I'm doing and keep my eye on Allah because I'm not here to worship like sister Brianna, who I was hoping she'd do that beautiful laugh, you know, not to worship anyone, but Allah and keep my eye on Allah because my path is not your path and your path is not my path. And that's where we get caught up is the looking at other people. But if I'm like the bee in the hive, just I'm the worker bee that's supposed to just be doing whatever I'm doing then I'm not worried about what the other little bee on the other side is doing. If I'm the ant, I ain't worried about the ant that's that's got to go pick up the bread. I'm just gonna go over here and pick up the apple because I can't because that's not my job. So as long as we're as long as we know what our job is and we're doing our job, then Allah will reward us abundantly. But we have to stay the course, like the minister is always telling us: stay the course, don't give up. Asalamualaikum
0: alaikum well, like Salaam. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Uh-oh, we got the great, brother. Man, you know this is a powerful call to Brother Young Khan. Come on in the morning. Uh-oh, come on, brother. Come on down, Brother Young Khan The dime.
12: Hey, man. As-salamu'alaikum. Uh, First of all, I said, I'm going to catch one of these calls in the morning, man. Y'all been on here rocking and rolling, and you picked the right one. Today. It must have been meant for me to come on this call right here. Because I always say, Brother Ben, when I took your class and I heard you say, you are what makes you unique. I said, oh, that's it right there. That, that, that's the missing ingredient right there. We believe in every God imaginable, y'all, except the one in ourselves. That's why we don't want to go live. Come on. That's why i Lewis Louis Farrakhan kind of said. I pity the fool that worships me. Oh, I got a shirt that says, a lie can't, God came in the person of me. See, that might make some of y'all uncomfortable to say that. Cause it's easier to say he came in the person of Master Farah Muhammad. He came in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan or he came in the Honorable Elijah Muhammad but he came in the person of you too when you gonna stand on it though that's why you don't want to go live that's why you don't want to turn your camera on that's why you don't want to let the people see the gift that God got inside of you because you really don't believe in the God in yourself. You rather believe in an external God but what about the one that's sitting inside of you that the whole world is waiting on they waiting on that gift you got they waiting on that voice you got they waiting on that, that 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 thing you know how to do that only you can do it in the way that you know how to do it oh man i'm so fired up right now y'all know i don't even get up in the morning like this i, I just work out all night long i sleep during the day but this one right here brother being i had to get up i say oh man i hear my father's voice right there and i rely to muhammad saying if 10,000 was against me. I would not be afraid because the 10,000 don't have the power of the one that is backing me up, man. All of y'all on this call was handpicked. All of y'all was selected by God to do a great and mighty work. All you got to do is believe in the God within yourself and stop looking on the outside and learn how to go within before you go without. That's the only reason you're going without right now is because you ain't going within. But the more you go within, ooh, you're going to be able to make some things happen. Somebody on this call is listening this morning. That's all I wanted to say, man. Brother Ben, you know you got to stop me now because, you know, once I get started, I don't, I don't even know how to turn it off, y'all. I'm just, hey, Sister Aisha, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go now. We got to make some stuff happen today, y'all. Today is the day. If not you, who? If not now, when, man? That's all I wanted to say to y'all. as alaikum. Peace to everybody on the call. Let's get some work done, y'all. <laughs> I told y'all, brother, brother Coach Khan
0: was gonna come on here and light it up, man. Thank you for sharing and coming on this morning. We got the great brother Wesley. He got guests showing up. Come on down, brother Wesley.
13: Asalamalaikum. Uh when I put my three and I seen Young Khan three was ahead of me. I, was, I don't know how I'm gonna follow up behind that. <laughs> but uh shout out to everybody on the call. I appreciate um everyone sharing their things because this this has been um, every like I've been talking about yesterday. This has been a week. Um, and and shout out to brother Jay as well. Um, because he reached out to me as well, just speaking on what what he was doing, and I just salute that as much because I know how hard that is to do. I know how hard it is to put down what you've been picking up for so long. So salute to him and salute to everybody else that's doing that behind the scenes as well. Um, but the point that I wanted to speak to was when the minister spoke on how he is ageless in his purpose when he's doing what he is called to do. He doesn't age. And we see that now him being 90 and still looking as if he's 60, you know, and when he was 60, looking as if he was 30, you know, these type of things, when we walking in our purpose, when we're relying on the true strength, when we're going to the true source of life is where we get that infinite life, but we get that eternal life in that uh, eternal strength. So I just wanted to, to really uh, double down on that, that charging and that recharging comes from the real source. Like you brought up that example a few weeks ago, about We may use the power bank. We have these temporary sources of energy that we use that may get us to a destination, but not to the final destination that we want to get to. We need to go to that real source to be able to get that real power that we need. So, Assalamualaikum.
0: Well, Alaykum Salam, thank you, sir. Next up, we got Sister Yolanda. I know she finna bring that power. (laughs) Sister Yolanda, where you at? Okay,
14: here she is. Here she is. Here she is right here. She right here. I had to step out. Um, One thing that stood out to me when the minister said when how did he say it? When the woman don't work out for you or whatever, turn to God. I don't know what God these people in this day and time is turning to. Mm. With all of these alphabets going on. First of all, let me start here, especially when it's in grade school. How you turn into the same as you are when you haven't even begun to experience life? Then what's going on at your home that this is being permissible or hidden, that this is happening? I'm I'm just I'm not understanding. But when we don't see the God in ourselves, we don't see the God in anything that's around us that helps us feel comfortable. Like he mentioned, the word idolatry—the worship of something else—I forgot what the definition is. But nevertheless, I feel like I became an adulterer because man, me and that um, what is this? Sealy postopedic? Oh my God! Sometimes I couldn't get out of that thing, even though I know I need to be at work. But nevertheless. I had to put that down and seek the God in me through patience and prayer and get my mind right. I need to get up. He allowed me another opportunity to get up so you can sleep when you finish doing the work because we got to be out here doing something, doing the work. And I'm still doing the work so I can steal away in like two more years because I'm still away from the plantation. i got to get off of it. But nevertheless, that stood out to me when the woman denies you however you said i'm paraphrasing i can't remember seek him we seeking all these other things and we just out here in the wilderness we don't know where we're going to and fro and they making it so it's like they forcing it in your face it's on the tv now they want to teach you about it in the in the schools why do we need to know how about go back to saying um not that I agree with this, but how when I was coming up to school, we said the pleasure of allegiance. We said morning prayer. But on the Federal Reserve notes we have in God, we trust. Do we really? With the way y'all doing it, but then it's not theirs because it's under the Federal Reserve. So, yeah, that's a whole other story. But nevertheless, that idolatry hit me. And then the, um, when the women denies or fails you, seek him. Don't worship who's delivering a message. Get the principles and the messages that's being given. Don't worship the entity that's in front of you, whether it's the rock, uh, a person, a snake, a, a rod, whatever. But the principles, I think we get a little foggy because the passion that is coming to us that is being delivered through, but get the principle and not the person. As-salamu alaykum.
0: Well, Wa like alaykum salam. Man, one of the things that stood out. And brother Hashim, I see you down there. You need to come on on the Zoom. We don't want you on YouTube. We need you on. We need you in the building. I don't bear side Baptist. Come on in the building on the Zoom. <laughs> but what stood out to me was when he says, you know, God has made you unique. And something that we know that Jesus said, you know, when we listen to Jesus, he said, follow me, not worship me. And so the Honorable Minister Lewis Fry come when he was talking about he didn't want you to be no cookie cutter. If he wanted you to literally be me, he would have made you me. So we can still pattern after the Honorable Minister Lewis Fry come, but have our own individual unique gift, our own individual, as he said, personality. Because that's what's going to attract the people that we are around. The people want to know, as they used to say, you know, back in the day, what has Islam not done for the minister? Not has what has Islam done for your brother? What has Islam done for you? And when we can testify, like Sister Yasina was saying, what Allah God has done for me, now I got power. When I'm speaking, you know, we have the power through our obedience to attract and be a magnet to other people because we can say hey this is where I was similar to where you were I didn't come out of heaven and men say we came up out of here just like everybody else but when they can see man how God is working individually in his life when we bear witness to the teachings it makes it just it, it makes it that much more real so I like that part that part is what stood out to me when the ministers say you know stop trying to be like everybody else Be yourself. You are unique. God made you wonderful as well. He didn't make a mistake when he made you as well. We're just acting other than ourselves, which is why the six great words Master Far Muhammad brought us. Accept your own and be yourself. That's it. Accept your own and just be yourself. And who is yourself? A oh, righteous Muslim. What's a Muslim? One who submits their will simply to do the will of God. That's all Muslim means. One, one who submits their will to do the will of God. So, man, when we uh, submit and start to execute and take action on that, we become a reflection of God. The same way Jesus was able to say, I've been among you all this time and you haven't seen the father. Me and my father are one doesn't mean that they literally equal. But what it means is when I'm speaking in this God's words, when I'm acting, and it's the execution of what God said. When you look at me, you' looking at God. Not that the praise belongs to me, but God is working through me. This is why we always say all praise is due to who, Allah. Next, we got Sister Willisa. Sister Willisa X. What's your thoughts on what the minister said this morning?
15: Assalamualaikum, family.
0: A lake of I
15: am so just blessed, I'll say, to get on this call this morning because just as uh Sister Yasina said and sister, I mean uh brother um Coach Khan said, it was divine for me to get on this call today. I really needed this message. Um and uh, shout out to Brother West because he sent me the the link. Um what stood out to me was when the minister um was talking about before he was born, before we're born, and how that whole process is orchestrated by Allah, by God, and how we have nothing to do with that process. So that helps us focus on who the source of power and strength is coming from. We don't know what Allah puts in us until we submit to him and go to him and ask him, what is my purpose? I've heard the minister say over and over and over again, people want to um, either criticize me or either, you know, walk in my shoes, but they don't have my assignment. I have to look at myself and ask, what is my assignment? And I'll be honest. It's just recently That I've learned what my assignment is. And that is a beautiful thing. We um, go back to um, in Surah 18, uh, the story of Moses and the wise man. It says in the introduction that Moses was in search of knowledge when he stumbled upon somebody who had more knowledge than himself. So that wise man knew his assignment, Moses is the one that was trying to figure out what was going on. And we knew what happened with him after that whole um, thing transpired. So we have to be mindful that we have to turn to a lie, the source of strength and power to ask what our assignment is daily. I say every millisecond because we can easily go off the path. And the minister said before, I think it was in the swan song, where he said, Allah will turn you towards that which you turn yourself to and leave you there. So if you turn into everybody else, if you turn into everybody else but God, but Allah, then you'll be left there. You have to look within, within yourself and know that Allah God can come through you as well Allah is sufficient for you Allah knows us individually By name So I just wanted to say that Wa alaikum alaykum,
0: well, alaykum Yes ma'am Sister Is it Sister Ina Am I saying that right Sister Ina Let's see if she's still here Yeah, Sister Ina, you still there? All right, let's go to the next one. Brother Anthony Anderson. Brother Anthony Anderson. Okay, he gone. All right, let's go to Sister Golda.
5: Okay.
9: I sound like, uh, okay. So I know that I already said something, but I was sitting here and I was thinking like, praise be to Allah, we hit our goal today. And for those that don't know, I'm real into numerology. I'm into the numbers. I'm into mathematics. So we got to get into the numbers for today. So two plus nine is 11, right? The Honorable Mister. of Sparkon is born on the 11th, right? And The number 11, it doesn't just denote a spiritual leader, right? It denotes a gateway, a spiritual gateway. So look at the message that we had today. The minister is telling us, don't worship me. He's the gateway to Allah, right? And so I'm like, okay, so what does that really mean to us today? It means like, we know that the minister is approaching the time that he's leaving us, right? But when he leaves, if we are so focused on him, as Allah where does that leave us as a nation because if we're so focused on him and he leaves us now that leads to confusion that leads to complacency that leads to misdirection but if we remember that Master Farah Muhammad he came and he made the most honorable Elijah Muhammad into himself right then the most honorable Elijah Muhammad made Mr. Farah Khan into himself but at the end of the day that's all Allah God so I just felt like that was Allah giving us an ultimate message like to keep his focus, keep our focus on him because we are approaching the time where the person that so many people look to, to be our leader, to be our guide is going to leave our physical presence. So I just, I just had to just bring that on because I love the numbers and you know, I just saw the message in it. But yeah, so that's
0: it. All right. That's <laughs> Well, i like, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Next three we have is Armando X or mando x are you still here
6: assalamu alaikum
0: blacktastic
6: there you go there you go um i think the comment that i wanted to make was that uh i just i guess i wanted to just thank everybody for being on the call i had uh been watching on youtube but i guess i've been running late because i've been moving around but uh what stood out to me was the the yarn piece and I and I, I greatly appreciate you for putting this call together because I feel like um, the more we uh, do our uh, like come to our study groups or or read the messages and things like that, I think that that's the yarn that that we all need and developing this community of people to get on in the morning and share positive thoughts and put that positive uh, activity into the atmosphere. Um, I think it is it, well needed, um, but I, I appreciate uh, everybody, and everybody is unique. Because every time I hear it, each individual get a testimony, it it strengthens me, and um and I I just greatly appreciate it. Uh, Asalam alaikum.
0: Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, sir, brother brother Shakur up next.
8: So I
4: like a family. Peace, Brother Ben. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Yes, yeah, 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 sir. I just want to say quickly, everything that I, I put in there is related to the minister and to the messenger and to Allah who came in the person of Master Muhammad. And uh I love I just love my family. And like I told you before, Brother Ben, we had a talk. I just love watching the process, right? Remember, the process is what makes you right. And this is why you hit a You hear the messenger talk about mathematics. You hear the minister talk about mathematics. And if you have not gotten supreme mathematics, that teaches you how to move mathematically correct. That's why he says in our lessons, there are only 10 numbers in the mathematic language from one to nine and zero. Everything else is a combination of those numbers. Now, the minister talked about him transitioning. And if you don't, if we don't Make ourselves qualified, meaning some people can have a, an opinion, right, about the nation, but then some people have a qualified opinion, meaning that they're in the nation. So every opinion is not qualified. And to qualify yourself, you got to be a studier and an apply. Apply means that you attach it. That's why it's called applied mathematics. You attach it to your mind, and it's there. That's why I always, you know, people I, people always get mad at me. Or, I can see it when I say study your lessons, because if you don't, the same thing that happened to the nation prior to 75 is going to happen again. I know the, met- the, the, the minister has set up the Supreme Council and they are there for a reason. Right. The messenger talked about that. And he keeps saying. Stop personality worshiping me. I said that a long time ago. Is because you got, remember, you got to find the God within yourself. And you have to look, you have to do an internal analysis on where you are, because knowledge is supposed to take you from a follower to a believer, to a knower, to a God, which is why my aunt said to me, "He said, baby, don't you believe in God? I said, no, ma'am, I don't believe in God, I know God. So you got to look at yourself. What stage are you in? Are you in the following stage? Are you in the believing stage? Or you in the Noah stage, or you in the God stage, and that's why the culture of Islam, I self, Lord and Master, the culture is mathematics. You got to constantly master the self, so that you and God are one. Remember, you are not a physical being having a spiritual experience, yet you are a spiritual being having a spiritual, uh, having a physical, having a. You are a spiritual being having a physical experience called. Brother Ben, Brother West, Sister Golda, uh, Sister Brianna, Brother King, Brother Hashem. That's what you are. So you got the mind out, the God within yourself. And that's why I'm always on that. So, you know, Brother Ben, I told you, I don't even talk to a whole lot of people like that. Because now I'm in the phase of the proton and the electron about how the message talks about. Your power, power is more. Uh, your unit is more powerful than an atomic bomb. But when you you are in one, you are with Allah. We are all the same. We are all in that in that power. When you connect to
0: that, salam alaikum. Wa well, like alaikum Thank you, sir. Next we got brother King Cam. Brother King Cam. Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam.
3: Yes, sir. So what stood out to me was the fact that. Uh, Yesterday I actually uh, did a lecture at the mosque And it was around uh, what is your purpose And the minister really tied that in um, Today because he talked about How important it is to be yourself And he asked the question Why do you hate yourself so much That you want to be somebody else When you can be yourself better than you can be anybody else Mm. He really touched on personality worship and why it's important to get to know yourself and get to know the God within. So when I talked about what is your purpose, that tied right in because they did a study in 2019. And they say that, this, this, the scientists say, that only 25% of people live life with a purpose. Who actually know what their purpose is in life. So we know about the 85, to 10, and the 5. So if their mathematics, shout out to Brother Secure, says 75% of the population don't know what their purpose is. Our mathematics say 85% of the people don't know what their purpose is. Then this is the condition that you see the society in. This is why we're suffering so much in entrepreneurship. This is why we're suffering so much in our relationships. This is why we're suffering so much in our interpersonal relationships and everything that we do because we don't really know who who we are as people. We don't know ourselves and we don't know what our purpose is and that's because the connection to god is not truly there brother shakir mentioned the steps and the processes that you go through in this whole process to becoming a god because the minister has taught us that we've fallen from that and now we have to go back through that process to become god again what the minister said that the road the real road to discovery of who you are starts with recognition of God and surrender. I'm going to say it again. The real road to discovery of who you are starts with recognition of God and surrender. So according to the minister, our first step or inclination must be toward the recognition of God. That's how you start the process towards knowing what your purpose is, understanding who the God is within, and how to activate that God so that now you can begin your process into becoming God. So all of this tied itself into one another because yeah. a lot of us are so stuck on the external worship of God. As Brother Young Khan said, it's easy to say that Allah came in the person of Master Father Muhammad because it don't put no pressure on you. All of the pressure is on Master Far Muhammad. It's easy to talk about the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because the crown is on their head. So you don't have to have the same pressure that they have. But the scripture says, Jesus talking, deny yourself, right? You have to deny yourself and then pick up your cross. The minister talked about it in another lecture that we listened to that it's easy to praise Jesus because he's the one that made the sacrifice. Mm. Jesus is the one that sacrifice himself for the the whole of the world. So we can praise Jesus and be thankful for Jesus because we're not willing to make that sacrifice. But the minister said that greatness, that greatness, right, starts with sacrifice. He says if you are going to be great, you're going to have to make a sacrifice. And because you want instant greatness, you're never prepared to suffer to become great. So we're not, prepared to suffer to become great because we're not ready or willing to sacrifice that which we love for that which we say that we love, which is God himself. So we have to look at ourselves and really ask ourselves the question, are we willing to sacrifice something that we love in order to surrender ourselves to God so that we can find our true purpose and really accept ourselves and accept our own and be ourselves. as alaykum.
0: Wow, Lake and Salam, yes, sir. I see the great brother Hashim on here now. I know he probably didn't press three, but I just want to see if you want, if you got something to say, uh, you know, on this morning's call.
16: I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, I was getting dressed, listening to the to the Zoom, just getting my day started. You called my name, and my wife in there listening. Boy, you better get dressed <laughs> and get on live. Brother Ben said, get on, get on. I said, man, this man, y'all got me fired up this morning. I heard my brother, young kind of die. Well, this call, boy, Final Call Radio, boy, they better watch out, man. This one, this boy's inspiring right here. So, Brother Ben, you took the words right out of my mouth. So I said what I would do is talk about once we start doing what we love to do, I, wanna, I use this story all the time about how I was so fearful of just walking up to people selling the final call newspaper, how I had a speech impediment. And I saw other Muslim brothers doing it. So I said I could do it, not knowing that this was going to be my gift. And that's what I wanted to talk about. All we have to do I can't say all we have to do because it was a a struggle for me. So I'm not gonna say all we have to do. But when we begin our journey, we have to be patient with the process. We see this brother excelling, we see this sister excelling, and we start saying to ourselves, why I'm not getting heard? Why I'm not getting noticed? Why, Why they not calling me out? Then we can be, we can step into that jealousy realm. We can step into that envy realm real easy trying to copy the next brother or copy the next sister. Now, it's all right to learn from them, but to try to be them, that's when we lose the gift that God has deposited in us. So when I talked about the Final Call newspaper, I was learning from other brothers and sisters, sisters too, because they was out there. I was learning from other brothers, but then when I began to get on the path, path. When I begin to get on the path, oh, my God, I started learning this. I started learning what to say to a white person, mm. how to how to counter rejection from a Jehovah witness. I started learning how to talk to Christians, and that forced me, listen, that forced me to study the Bible more. So well that pastors asked me, well, you need to be in the church. Come join my church and help me with, see? And I'm saying to myself, Man, what if I would have gave up in 1994? Now, just recently, Student Minister Ishmael, man, I don't know if I should announce this right here. (laughs) Don't do it. It's too late. Student Minister Ishmael (laughs) asked me to move back to Chicago and assist him. Wow. Because of what we did in St. Louis. Now, it all started in Chicago where I was scared to talk to people. People would be calling me Hey, can I get one of them papers? And I said, hey, brother, that person want one. And the brother said, brother, I see they talking to you. I said, hey, man, go take that paper to them man, Because I was so afraid of talking to strangers. Mm. Now talking to strangers, brother Ben, you probably can relate. People telling me this is a gift. Brother Hashim, you got a gift. And I'm saying to myself, man, I've been doing this a long time. But people look at it like a gift. And I'm saying, man, this this ain't no gift. It may be. It may be. And I think the beauty in it, and one of the things I've been learning from you, Brother Ben, and Young Kind of Don, is that gift is buried in a lot of fear that we have. Mm. That gift is buried in a lot of trepidation and analysis paralysis and I'm worried about what somebody's going to think. and what That gift is buried way down in what somebody else may think about us as opposed to what the God thinks about us.
13: Wow. So,
16: so now, I just want to thank y'all for this call. Brother Ben, please don't stop. Please don't stop doing these calls because I mean, I'm getting dressed. And yesterday, I sold a bundle in three hours. But look how the day starts. your prayer, Final call ready. I'm listening, but I'm trying not to see my name on there because I know you're going to call me. But I just <laughs> want to say, I-, I better come on because it's better to share. It's better to give than receive. I've been receiving for y'all, but it's not fair that I don't come on and give. So I'll close with this. Be patient with your process, brothers and sisters, because I may be excelling, or Brother Ben may be excelling, or Young Kind of Die may be excelling. But I remember Brother Ben doing this from a car, man. didn't have no good lighting back in the day. And I'm like, what is this man doing in a car with no good lighting? And now this man got the best lighting on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> this man, uh, hey, I remember this brother in, the, in a car, and it broke down one time. And I'm like, man, what my little brother doing? Now I'm asking myself, what am I doing? I better get up and keep going. So keep up the good work, Brother Ben. Do not give up on the process, brothers and sisters. Minister Ishmael said, I'm closing with this. He drove the same Mercedes Benz for 19 years to a point to where he would drive up on the lot of Maz Mariam and it would start squeaking. (laughs) Rust around the wheelbarrows. And he said the Supreme Captain looked at him like, hey, Is, my people are looking at us like... God ain't real. And so <laughs> the Supreme Captain helped Student Minister Ishmael get a Mercedes-Benz. And he told me, Brother Hashim, don't do this work for money. Don't do it for money. Go after the people, and the money will come. That's right. And he straightened me up. So that's one thing we got to remember. And I tell the brothers this all the time. If you out there with the Final Call newspaper for money, you go going to have a slow day. You're going to come back with an arm full of papers. But if you are out there to save the people and your heart is genuine and you care about the condition of our people as brother Dan- brother Ben does you're going to get rid of all your papers and you're going to have a following just remember we got to lead that following to God so thank you be patient with the process thank you brother Ben assalamu alaikum
0: wa well, alaikum salam man y'all see why I called on him now don't you <laughs> listen man what what stood out to me about what the brother said is our gift is is is, is buried under the fear. Woo. And sometimes we was talking about this the other day that sometimes it becomes so natural to you. Like he said, man, I've been doing this, you know, shoot all, you know, I, this don't even seem like no gift. Some of y'all gift is there, is present, but because of your own self or lack of self, self-worth, because of your own limiting belief, you can't see the gift, although others see the gift. And we worried about what somebody else think about about me, like Brother Hashim said, but what about, what does God think about me? Don't the scripture say, hey, isn't it written in your law that ye are all gods? Isn't it written in the scripture that it says, don't you know that you are the real temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells within you? Ain't it the scripture that said we are made in His image and after his likeness? Then why am I worried about bam, bam, underscore thirty four forty five on Instagram? So don't nobody care about what they think. Not that we don't care, but man, God has already told me who I am. So all we got to do is accept who he said we are. So we got to remember whose we are and who we are. Accept our own and be ourselves and we'll find that the gift really is already there naturally. Think about what a gift is. A gift is... Is something off time we ain't even gotta pay for it. Think about it. Imagine your granny get you something for Christmas. He says, uh, All right now, baby, and the cash would be $9.99 now. You'll be mad in the mud. Granny, this ain't no gift. I had to pay for it. Man, we didn't. we have all by our by our experience through life, we have developed gifts that we weren't even intentionally developing. So what we have to do is take the gift that God has given us. We just gotta unwrap it. It ain't that what you gotta pay for, but he do. You do gotta unwrap it now, and we unwrap it, and then we give. And, and the greatest reward, the greatest thing we can do for God is give Him back the gift. He's made me to be able to speak. We'll, we'll give Him back that gift by speaking in His name. He's made me to be able to be good at business. We'll do good business and lead them to God in His name. He's made me to be a good organ. We'll organize him for his cause, for his mission. Oh, and then he'll bless us. That's why when it says luxury, money, good homes, friendship of all walks of life, it's a promise. God don't lie, but it's something that we have to do. We got to take that first step in submitting, accepting our assignment, too. Then problem number 13 kicks into place. So, oh man, all praise is due to a lot. We got the next, uh uh-oh, one of our top fishermen's. For the power call, Sister she come on down and share what you got. I know you got a few fish on here this morning.
17: Yes, sir. Greetings, everyone. Okay, so I pushed that number three. <clears throat> when Asheen said, what is the number for today?" But as soon as I pushed that three, I'm like, uh-oh. Okay, <laughs> now I'm getting ready to speak. <laughs> like, okay, so I'll be brief. It it kicked off with with E.T., saying, go beast mode and stay there. Mm. So that just reminded me how I'm finally coming out of my shell. When he said beast mode, I thought about Sabrina Kane and her beast mode group that she created. And I joined and when to and I put in my head. Okay, so it's time to go beast and and, and make some things happen. Okay, so coming out of ET and, and going into what the minister said, trust Allah, trust Allah. And that I've known, that I've heard, that I absolutely know to do. But for whatever reason, that fear always kicks in when it comes time to speak. And here it is when, when Hashim Brother Hashim just said, be patient with the process. He also said it is a gift to talk to people. But why is it that I know that it's a gift, but I'm still holding back because of that fear that I have to release? The minister said, I am strong because I stand on the strength of Allah. Yes, that's absolutely true. I know that I am, especially with the things that I've gone through and endured and come through. I know that my source of strength is with Allah, but yet and still, And I don't even like using that word, but, because it negates everything I just said previously or prior to that. So I just have to know that my strength is within me, and I just have to pull it out, go within. I'm not sure who just said it, but go within to to make it happen on the outside. I'm not saying it verbatim, but that's the gist of it. Go directly to Allah not a mediator and that has been my issue in the past I'm talking to this one I'm talking to that one I'm talking to another one about what I've dealt with and and hoping to get a word of encouragement and just just talking to too many other people about what it is that I'm experiencing in life that's just so devastating to me instead of talking to the only one who can help me through what it is that I'm dealing with what it is that I'm going through and that's just Allah because other people they they glory sometimes which is sad and when you're going through difficulties devastations and others of the like they talk about it to other people which is which is something that you really don't need to have happen talk to Allah who can talk back to you and not other people but he's the only one that can help you through what it is that you're dealing with and going through so I'm, st- I'm focused so heavily right now on what Brother Hashim just said. Be patient with the process. And I know that I've had to be patient. I literally have been so patient that it's just been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm giving myself grace and being patient. Thank you, Brother Hashim, for saying that multiple times because I'm holding on to that part, being patient with myself as I go into beast mode. <laughs> so thank you, Brother Benix, always for these calls that I look forward to. So, thank you. Thank you. And thank you to my guests who came on. I appreciate your presence. And I know you definitely got some out of this this morning. Each morning, one or two more come. So, I'm thankful for, for you all being here. And I'm just thankful to Allah. That's
0: all I have to share. Praise be to Allah. Thank you. Sister Sharona.
18: Assalamu alaikum, family. Wa well, alaikum, salam Yes, sir. So, I just wanted to say your purpose is the proof. I was listening to a lecture about a week ago, and, and, you know, your purpose is the proof. Everybody wants to know, you know, you guys, who is God? What is God? Your purpose is the proof. That is how you show the world who and what God is. Every All of us are different. We are all created different. What you have is for you. What you have, nobody else has. And that is the gift, just like you said, brother man, that is the gift that God gave you to be proof that he is God. So just just know that what you were put, what you were created to do, you will do it with so much ease. You know, it'll, it'll come like second nature to you because it's your gift right. and nobody else can do it like you do it. Nobody else can do it. It's yours. God gave it to you, so cultivate that. Perfect that. Focus on that. And just know that that is your gift to the world. Perfect it because your purpose is the proof. Mm. Praise be to Allah.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Your purpose is the proof. Brother Samuel. As-salamu family. Well, like Salam
19: You know, I uh, have mentioned a couple of times on here about me, my process of opening up for school. So I, we, we opened up this September. I'm in a heavy recruitment drive. And it's been a long process. Like, it started out with me having a community center. And when I opened a community center to, to open the school, city code attacked me, right? And um, they really broke me financially. Left me uh, after spending over $100,000 in this situation without anything for a period of time. Me and my children actually had to sleep in the house with no lights on. Okay? But I fought to the very end. Now, with that being, that, that, that taught me that when Honorable Louis Farrakhan teach us that business is war, not that I didn't believe that, but now I fully, completely understand. So now we're in a position where the gift caused me to make relationships and friendships to pull me from that broken state up to a position where the right crowd came around me to help me to accomplish this particular goal. Now, the minute that I announced that we actually had the school certified is going to be open here in the state of Ohio. I had a list as long as Satan sins from city code on my personal property that I own, my house. Right? So now I go into court today, in a few minutes, I get to go walk into the court. And this message couldn't have been more on time. The Honorable Louis Farrakhan said, he said, I feel sorry for black men. That fear and that sit in trepidation when um, they have to address uh, an enemy, you know? So it just strengthened me. And I just wanted to thank you all for the call. Um, your gifts make room for you. Your gifts establish, just like atoms of, atoms of life, when Allah made itself a body, it establishes atoms and electrons. It connects people to you that believe in you. And it puts you in a position of where you're going to win. The kingdom of God is like a stone hewed out of the side of a mountain. Remember, he said that, just the design his birthday, the kingdom will be established when we serve people out of our gifts, how does that equate to the stone being hewed out of the side of the mountain? When the rock is cut, it rolls down the hill and it gathers more moss and more moss and more moss. And it's designed to do what? Hit an idol that had a head of gold, a breastplate of silver, legs of iron and feet of miry clay. And Daniel said that that meant that it is the actual uh, kingdoms of this world. And that when uh, Allah has struck, strike a uh, strike it, right? That it would ultimately, that, that, stone hue, it would gather so much debris that it would fill up the entire earth we are that stone the more you pray the more we do the things that draw us closer to Allah, the more we are in this world but are not of it Right? the more we exist in this world and we don't fear, perfect love casts out all fear, so it puts us in a position where we become the overcomers in the book of revelations, if you just study the word overcomer, revelation it said the overcomer would have a, a name written on his side that no man knew, that's Muhammad, right? And it also said that it would be a stone with a a new name written on that. And it was all in the context of overcomers. So the only way we overcome is what the minister Farrakhan said, focus on the spirit of Allah and the principles that is in him that give you the power to overcome anything to attract the help that you need, to attract the support that you need, to attract the allies that you need and to ultimately conquer your enemy. I'm going to court today in about an hour and i feel like i got a mighty army of what's on here 71 behind me plus plus the three that back me so thank you for the call this is inspiring even if i don't talk i'll be on here listening because really it taps us into what we're doing in life you didn't know i was going to court when you played this but i knew what it meant to me mm. and that's because allah is using us all right so i'm like oh.
0: wow oh and i'm banging them too. too go I'm ahead, i'm banging them yes sir <laughs> Yeah, well, some powerful stuff here, boy. We got uh brother Jeffrey. Is brother Jeffrey still on? Yes, sir. I see him, brother Jeffrey Donaldson.
20: Uh, salam alaikum, family. salam. I just wanted to shout out because I've been listening to you now for a long time. You've been one of the, you've been like the honorable Louis Farrakhan to me because you're more my age bracket, so I always get to connect when I see you jump online. I know it's going to be words of wisdom coming from behind you, so I always just want to give thanks to you, brother, always. I'm not going to worship you right now, but I'm always going to thank you, and I'm always going to give thanks to the, the Most High Allah, because I've been learning through a lot of troubles and life struggles. I also used to be a, a Christian, you know, and my family, you know, mostly Christians. I don't put down any religion for off because everybody has their own path to go through in life. And I understand that. But when you see the discipline that moves through the nation of Islam or or all mo- most Muslim men and women that wear the hijab just to make sure that they're not put in the same category as the other women to show blessings to the most high, I, I just have to draw closer to my family that is known to be closer to God with discipline because nobody's going to be close to God without the discipline. So I begin to learn I need to be around this family because you know that. When you're surrounded around people more like yourself, you that's who you become. But if you're surrounded about people that is, who's not looking for anything good out of life, who's not trying to do good for anybody, who's not listening to what Allah is telling them, then you're also going to become lost. And I just want to say thank you for always jumping on every morning, giving me a platform to still stay humble and still have, you know, to build strength, to believe in myself, to believe in Allah, that he's always still going to be there for me. I just want to say thanks, brother. Man,
0: all praise due to Allah. Just a striving little brother and little student. Uh, brother, uh, I mean I'm not brother, uh, Sister Randisha is up next.
9: That's the making family so once. So two things that stood out to me was when the minister was talking about um, you know, the shoes that we have to wear our shoes and we have to be comfortable and actually walking in those shoes. Sometimes we don't even know where we're walking to before we even put on shoes. So sometimes we just have to know, um, you know where we're going I just think that it reminds me a drill right that the head moves first and when that head snaps right the head is called but then the body moves in response to where the head is going I also um about when the minister says that sometimes Allah leaves us without us knowing because we sometimes are so scared of our own destiny I will say you know being on the call in the beginning when we was doing um Ramadan is I was on the call and you know all my wisdom teeth was coming in, but I was like, make no excuses, right? And then my daughter, you know, she was like, "Mommy, this is what I need you to do." And I was like, "Wait, Allah, are you said to huddle, leave me like I'm my mother. Like there just gotta be some other way." But she don't like to be late. She told me, "Listen, when you go to the mosque, you make sure that you show up and you on time." Mm-hmm. Hold on, wait a second. You told me to be on time. I'm always late. I said, "And why is that?" She said, "Cause then the minister tell you." that you also have to be watchful at all times now listen sometimes i don't understand where it be coming from but i understand that you know how to give birth to a guy is these are the things that we're producing so ever since we've been on the call for ramadan i haven't been late i shows up i make sure that i'm doing everything that i need to do to be the right example for my children and for others i had a brother text me the other day he says to me he says listen he says, you had to go through all of that trial that I've seen you go through. He said, because the youth love you. He says, anywhere you go, they're drawn to you. He says, Ring, but you." he said, listen, I'm so proud of you, my sister, because I've seen you come a long way. So I just had to share that because sometimes we don't know where we came from because
0: sometimes I like to look back. Much
9: pain, but sometimes we always want to know where we're going. So I said, I'm like,
0: well, Lake Yes, ma'am. Well, that is all of our threes. We have been on over two hours, man. This has been a powerful, powerful call. Uh, for those who are on the Zoom and you're not in our Telegram, I'm about to put the Telegram inside of the uh, inside of the Zoom chat. So make sure y'all come over and join our Telegram as well. This is where we discuss the power calls. This is where if I run out of text messages, I can update you guys about the power call. This is where you guys, if you're in the city, in the mosque or study group, you can share, you know, what your mosque or study group is doing just in case somebody in your city wants to attend an event. This is where we can network. If anybody got any resources, things of that nature, this is where we, you know, you know, build power inside of that telegram. So that's what the telegram is uh, for. And we have once you get in there, we have a list of things uh, that tells you the purpose of the power call for those who are new As well, But today is Thursday. We may have a special guest tomorrow morning. All right. Uh, I've been I've been talking to him this week. We may have a special guest and a special message tomorrow for one of our student ministers. And I got one for next week. I think y'all gonna like I'm not even gonna tell y'all. We just gonna surprise you. So make sure you come on the calls. Um, But tomorrow we plan on having one of our student ministers come on and share a, a, a message for you all. So I'll let you guys know at least what the topic is inside of the telegram and if he's going to be available if he confirms today uh, i'll let you guys know that he'll be there tomorrow but again every morning monday through friday at 8 a.m central time same zoom link same passcode even if you don't receive a text message we're going to be on god willing monday through friday if anything changes like in my life if i'm moving or something is happening i'll let you guys know hey we're not going to be on so thank you all for being on this morning i'll see you guys tomorrow god willing Assalamu alaikum.